0: Generation Z Futurist Podcast by Arsa Marduk, the youngest futurist in the world, the first member of World Futures Studies Federation Junior, and the founder of Generation Z Futurist Movement and Platform. I am Arsam, and this is the fourth podcast of Gen Z Futurists. Today, in the first part, I will talk about personal futures and how to plan for our lives, especially for children and young people. In the second part of the podcast, I have a special guest, Dr. Vern Wilright futurist, Speaker, Writer, and Founder of Personal Futurist Techniques. And finally, I will answer some questions that I got from our listeners. Welcome back to Gen Z Futurists Podcast. I am going to talk about personal futures and see how we can plan for our future so as we can achieve our goals and become a successful person. So first let's see what is Personal Futures and how it is different from goal planning and regular success programs. Dr. Vern Realwright, founder of Personal Future Thinking says, Methods for learning about the future have been in use by large businesses and governments for decades. But the process were very complicated for most people in small businesses. Personal futures introduces some new, easily understood approaches that will help you to think and plan like a futurist. You will be able to learn about and plan for your personal and small business futures. He believes everyone can think like a futurist, but what does that really mean? Think like a futurist. Well? Each futurist may have some different thoughts, but generally, futurists think about longer-term futures, usually 10 or more years ahead. Futurists believe that the future is not predetermined, but that several futures are possible. If several futures are possible, then one of those futures may be better than the others, or a preferred future. Futurists believe that individuals or groups can take action in the present that will help determine the future. So I can say, personal futures is a thinking system that we can use futures thinking methods and techniques to create our future in our personal life and even our small businesses. I'm working on a course called Personal Futures 101 for children and young people, which soon will be available and I will teach Gen Z futurists how to take control of their life and create the future they want. So stay tuned to watch this course on Gen Z futurists' website soon. In the second part of this podcast, I have talked to Dr. Ron Realwright about personal futures and how we can use the methods to build our future. Dr. Ron Realwright is an internationally recognized professional in the field of foresight and future studies. He is the author of the award-winning book, It's Your Future, Make It a Good One, now in five languages. The Personal Futures Workbook and the Small Business Foresight Workbook. In 2006, Wilwright was awarded a PhD from Leeds Metropolitan University for his groundbreaking research in the application of future methods to individual lives. Dr. Vern Wilwright is an active member of the Association of Professional Futurists and a member and fellow of the World's Future Studies Federation. Now let's listen to my talk to Dr. Vern Wilwright. Dr. Warren Willewright. I am very happy to have you on Crazy Futurist podcast.
1: Thank you.
0: So Dr. Willewright, you have been into future studies for many years. So tell us, when was the first time you heard about future studies and when can you say you became a futurist? Because many children would want to know if there is an age to start learning about the future or
1: no. I believe you asked me about when I first became involved with uh, Foresight and Future Studies.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: And that was in uh, about 1998. I signed up at the Mm -hmm. University of Houston for their MBA program. And there I learned about Foresight and Future Studies. And I took a class with Wendy Schultz. And if you have not yet met Wendy, that's somebody you should interview. About teaching uh, children about the future, I have not a lot of experience teaching children at this point. I've been teaching uh, college students. I know that uh, eight, down to eighth graders, I, uh, but there are others who are teaching. Uh, uh, futures to students uh, in grade school and I very much encourage that I think that the younger we can start people thinking about the future uh, specifically about their personal futures I think that's very important
0: so um as you know, I am trying to teach children about the basics of futures thinking. And I would like to know, what do you think are some some challenges in teaching children about the future, um, futures thinking and especially personal futures?
1: Well, I think it's uh, very important to bring the future to children. I think you have to start uh, with Real basic yeah. stuff, so that uh, the the concepts about the understanding the future that the future is not fixed, but we can change the future by the action we take in the present for example for for children in grade school or uh, junior high school if they understand that we go through stages of life, that the stages of life for a human are very much like the change from a caterpillar to a butterfly. We we have a change in our lives about every 10 years. And if people understand that concept, that we do have a change about every 10 years, that it helps them think about the longer future. People who are now under 10 years old must think about the transition to becoming a teenager. It's, it's a big translation uh, because it it, in, it is very physical. Our bodies change. Our brains develop. Uh, We become far more social outside of the family. Uh, The teenage years are very, very important. The biggest challenge is simply getting an audience and getting them to listen. Mm -hmm. I think that once once you get a group of people or even an individual Mm -hmm. listening to you about personal futures, Mm -hmm. you will have made a big advancement. Mm -hmm. I think that personal futures are very important. I've devoted the last 20 years of my life to writing about personal futures, to helping people uh, develop information about personal futures. And uh, now I'm working a little more with small business, but Small business is also very personal. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that that's kind of how I feel. This is so very, very important for every individual of any age. And the sooner we can start people thinking about long-term futures, ten years or more in their ahead in their life, uh, the better. So,
0: uh, I would want to ask you if you have any children and if they have used personal futures in their life if yes how has uh, been the results
1: well my children uh, are uh, are in their 50s and 60s wow. so they had a lot of time to work on this uh, i have grandchildren uh, who are in their uh, uh, 30s late 30s and uh, they have uh, they mm-hmm. have also been very interested in learning about their own futures awesome um, so but i have not been working with uh, people in their uh, un- say under 10 or even in the teenage years
0: mm-hmm. okay so how much do you agree with the use of technologies like ai AR and VR in education system
1: for teaching children. Yes, I think that I think that AI is still uh, pretty young as a technology mm-hmm. uh, and I think that we're going to have some, some struggles with making AI usable. It's going to take a few years uh, maybe several years but it will be invaluable. Uh, AI will be consistent and that's important because individuals who are teachers, even in the same school, will teach differently. So, if we have uh, AI providing a foundation for teaching, then that would be very important because it, every class will be consistent. And young people are adapting to technology faster than. Older people, so I think that AI and additional technologies that are coming will be very helpful uh, and will guide people towards where their personal future is going. Help them; it will help them see when they're getting off track uh, or when they're not. Paying attention to what their plan was if they made a plan. So, yes, I think AI will be very important in the future. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. How much is important for children to set long term goals for themselves, and how can they use your book?
1: Well, I I have the book, It's Your Future, Make It a Good One, and I have a Mm -hmm. Goes along with that. The workbook is available as a free download on my website, personalfutures.net, and so anywhere in the world, people can download the workbook. Uh, frankly, I found that that thousands of people have downloaded the workbook, and they haven't needed the book. I gave them too much information in the workbook. But uh, between the website and the workbook, uh, pe- people can learn a whole lot about their personal future. The The book itself uh, is available uh, on Amazon as an electronic ebook uh, or as a paperback. And I think that that helps people Think a lot more clearly about their future. Because the workbook helps them go through the steps, but it doesn't help with their own personal mindset. And that's the purpose of the book. The book starts with all of the same steps about the learning about the future that large corporations around the world have used. And of course, we we see a lot about scenarios. Uh, which is kind of the the face of the future uh, with large corporations, but they developed all of these methods and tools, and they work. They work for corporations, and now they work for individuals. and And that was why I went went into personal futures when I was uh, in school at the University of Houston, learning these futures. But people in the class would say, everybody should know this. Well, I agreed. Most of the people in the class had to go out and uh, either start a career or apply foresight and future studies to their existing career. I had a business of my own. I didn't have to, uh, I didn't have to isolate or devote any part of my business to personal futures. I had the time to go out the research, so I spent uh, close to ten years developing the concepts, uh, completing the research, and then writing the books and the workbooks. And uh, I've been <laughs> very, very pleased at how far around the world this information has, re- has reached. I mean. You and I are on opposite sides of the world, and you're aware of it.
0: Awesome. So in your book, you talk about setting goals in different stages. And how much do you think children should dream big and set goals for themselves?
1: Setting goals is a concept that originated before Uh, foresight and future studies was even developed and goals are are still very very important Uh, I tend to look at the future for individuals more along concepts of uh, of their their age and where they are in life and then creating a plan that is not only goals, but the steps to achieve those goals. And that's the the very important part is you could, anybody can make a goal, (laughs) but achieving that goal is something very different. So what has happened in the industry is business developed strategies to achieve goals. They borrowed this concept of strategies from the military. The military used strategies to to win a position in battle. Well, now we apply uh, strategies to how are we going to achieve this step toward our goal. And strategies are very important. They're very easy to forget about to not develop strategies but if you say this is my goal and you never consider how am i going to get to this goal what are the steps towards that goal then you don't have a strategy so that uh, i guess i i hope that answered your question
0: yes so um i i think yeah you are right and as anthony Robbins says it is not important to know what to do, but we should do what we know. If there is anything you would like to add or have any advice for Gen Z futurists, please share with us.
1: Okay, what would I like to add to, uh, to what we've discussed so far? Well, I, there's two things that I emphasize when I talk to people about the personal futures. The first is stages of life, which we've talked about a little bit. Infant, child, adolescent, young adult, adult, middle age, and independent. Uh, but also important, very important, are the forces of change in an individual's life. Now, large corporations developed what they call the steep technologies, social technology, Uh, ecologic, and so on. Those aren't that important to individuals. Uh, Individuals, of course, have to be concerned about the big things that are going on in the world around them, like, like the virus that we are all dealing with around the world. But in normal times, we have to focus on activities, the things that we are doing, because those are forces in our life. Activities in, include our, our jobs, our school, our training, uh, the games we play, uh, soccer, or skiing, or whatever we happen to do for activities. Uh, finances, of course, is very important. Now, to young people in grade school, and even in high school, finances are probably taken care of by their parents. Their parents provide housing and they provide meals uh, and and see to it that the finances are there to raise the children and to a point where they can go off and live their lives on their own. Uh, Health is of course a very important consideration. Uh, Our health controls how much we can enjoy our lives if we are uh, if we are healthy we can do anything if we are not healthy we may be confined to our homes Uh, we may uh, be restricted as to what we can do in our life housing is a very important force in our life where we live uh, whether it is in an apartment building uh, in a big house uh, in a mud hut uh, in, a, in the desert, uh, housing is definitely a force in our lives. And of course, s- the social part of our lives, our family, our friends, all of the people in our lives, a very important force. Uh, each of us, uh, particularly as we, as we grow up through younger years, rely on family to guide us to help us, to show us the way. So social is very important at the younger ages, but it's also very important at the older ages when uh, when older people rely on their children and their grandchildren to help them get through the struggles of aging. And the final one was, would be transportation. Uh, transportation is kind of a tricky thing, when I held my first workshop, somebody stood up and said, I don't understand how transportation is a, is a force in our life. And I said, well, if you take away your transportation, if your car doesn't start in the morning, you understand that transportation is a force in your life. But getting down to the basics, there's a whole lot of the world that walks, they walk. If they want water for their home, they have to walk to the water and bring it back. People, if they have to see a doctor, they have to walk to the doctor and they walk miles. So transportation is very important, even if that transportation is provided by your own feet. So these, these forces, I think, are probably one of the most important things for people of any age to learn understand the importance of those forces and how how they control and and impact our lives
0: hmm so let's say a kid makes a goal they plan for it, but they um, they don't achieve it what should they do
1: if they if they set a goal and they don't achieve it well that happens in life <laughs> that that is a just life because uh things happen. That, That cause us to miss goals, but sometimes life itself just changes everything. Uh, Right now, with this flu epidemic that is going around the world, people's lives have been totally disrupted. Uh, We've got millions of people around the world who are not able to work because they their jobs have been closed. So uh, that interrupts the how they're moving towards their goals, and it, uh, for many people, it will completely change their mm-hmm. their goals. Goals can be reset at any time. Remember, this this is your life, so you're in charge of goals. And if if you miss a goal, there may be a reason for it that we cannot understand, or maybe if you understand, then just change the goal. The, the goal is only important to you as an individual. That, and that's true of all of us individuals. Uh, I have I have set goals in my life and that suddenly I realized I'm not going to get to that goal. I'm going to have to change my direction and choose a new goal or i may get to the goal and just go right on past it that has happened as well and so we we can't let life be ignored because of we're trying to reach a goal forget the goal and go on with life and set new goals
0: okay awesome i answer so you have huge experience in personal futures planning for your life. And please share with us three important things.
1: Three important things. Yes. To consider in thinking about the future. Yeah. I think the, the most important thing to think about the future or to keep in mind that, about the future is this whole industry started. People realized probably in about the 1950s that the future is not predetermined. Now, that doesn't sound like a big deal, but up until that time, people thought there was only one future. And so they went to, to, uh, to people who could read their palm or uh, look in a crystal ball and tell them what the future was going to be. Those people were still in business in the 1950s, 1960s uh, around the world. When think tanks started analyzing this, they came to the conclusion that the future is not predetermined. That's probably the most important thing that futurists decided: that we have to accept that the future is changing, and it is, and can change, and that we can in, we can affect the future. So the next thing that futurists learned were that. Some futures are better than others. We don't have to just accept whatever future lands on us. We can make decisions, make plans, and take actions that will change the future. We take actions in the present that change the future or establish the future for us. And those three things are probably the most important contribution that futurists have to the world.
0: So thank you very much for your answer. And if there's anything else you would like or have any advice for children, please do share with us.
1: Okay. I don't really have anything to add, but I want to thank you for inviting me to join you today. I'll be happy to do the to talk with you either on the internet or in emails uh, if you have questions uh, send me if i can help you in any way be sure and let me know and
0: um, thank you very much for your time and goodbye, goodbye.
1: goodbye. now in the last part of this
0: podcast Let's answer some questions you sent me on my social media and the Gen Z Futurist's website. The first question is from Aras, 17 years old, in Kurdistan region in Iraq. He asks, why thinking about the future is important for children and why we should learn about it? Well, that's a pretty good question, Aras. Um, So, I think the most uh, important reason to... Learn about future thinking for Generation Z is that we don't live in a linear world like 50 or 100 years ago. We are living in a world that changes are exponential. And we have technologies like artificial intelligence, virtual and augmented reality, 3D printing, and other accelerating technologies that will change our lifestyle a job, and even relationships in the next 5 to 10 years. Uh Learning about future thinking is a must, just like learning about um alphabet for a first grade student. If they don't learn the alphabet, they cannot read and understand the world around them. So if we are not future literate, we cannot make correct decisions for our future in this local world and create the future we want. The second question is from Tom, 13 years old, from California. He says, I have started to learn about futures thinking by listening to your podcasts, but some topics are difficult for me to understand. What should I do? Uh, Thanks, Tom, for the question. And actually, this is not only a problem, and many children uh, find futures thinking a bit tricky and complicated and uh the reason is until now this field has been used just by the governments and big companies so yeah it is difficult for students and we and gen z futurists are trying to simplify these topics and specially use games and make futures thinking a kind of entertainment system so that um so that Students learn about the future by playing games both online and at schools. So, I can tell students like Tom to keep following us and soon we'll have a lot of fun learning about future studies. The last question I want to answer is from Carlos, 38 years old, from Barcelona, Spain. He says, I am a father of two students, 11 year year old and a 17 year old. I'm following your podcasts and work, and I really like to introduce futures thinking to my children because it can help them to create the best future for themselves. My question is how we as parents can make our children interested in learning about futures thinking. So thank you, Carlos, for your question. Um, And parents usually ask this question a lot. So here is my idea. The best way to attract children and young people to think more about uh, the future is to let them watch uh, sci-fi movies and animations or read sci-fi books. And we children are naturally creative and imaginative. By watching sci-fi movies, we learn about future challenges and problems and how to find the best way to solve it. And We love to create and solve problems, especially when there are amazing technologies like um, AI, AR, VR, and robots that we can use to face a challenge. In one of my future podcasts, I will talk about the role of science fiction, books, and movies, and how much it can help to attract children to learn about future fiction. Thank you for listening to Gen Z Futurists podcast. You can find more about us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter if you just Google Gen Z Futurists. Please go to our website, GenZFuturists.com, and send me any questions you have by voicemail and let me know what topic do you want me to talk about, and which futurist do you like to be in my podcast. Best futures for all, and let the dreams come true.